Coming up on the show today, we've got some interesting news bites to let you know about. Lots of calendar items on the calendar for this month. And we're going to have a little discussion about one of our favorite places in the whole wide world, the Columbia River Gorge. We'll be right back with the Soundwriter Show. Support for the Soundwriter Show is provided in part by I-90 Motorsports, your Eastside destination for Honda, Yamaha, Triumph, KTM, Suzuki, and Can-Am sales and service. Does your taste for outdoor fun go beyond two wheels? I-90 Motorsports has you covered with a wide range of sleds, watercraft, UTVs, and side-by-sides, too. Check them out online today at i90motorsports.com. Hi, this is Rich from Rich's Custom Motorcycle Seats, and welcome to the Soundwriter Show. And now live from the Crow's Nest Studio in beautiful downtown Broadview, Washington, join us for the latest episode of the Soundwriter Show. A candid hour featuring the people, places, and things that make up the fabric of one of the top motorcycle riding destinations in the world. And now, here are your hosts, Tom Marin and whoever else happens to drop by today. Welcome, riders from all over the Pacific Northwest, all over the United States of America, all over the world. World. <laughs> and, uh, you know... A couple months ago when uh, we sort of changed up what the program was here, um, I, I've been asking around, you know, who would be a good co-host with me? And uh, one of our regular listeners said, Connie, have Connie be your co-host. Okay, I'm just going to tell you that was my mother, but, you know, okay. <laughs> so uh, anyways, we got Connie here today, and uh, she's going to chime in. Now and then here, and then uh, later on we're going to talk about the rally in the gorge, which she is very intimate with since she's there with me the whole time working on the event. Uh, we also have a, a special guest, second engineer. His name is Eddie. So if you hear a microphone fall on the table while we're recording. It won't be the first time. Yeah. Taylor's, Taylor's up in Broadview running everything, throwing all the switches via Zoom, I think. Yeah, so <laughs> I would love to see to him on Zoom. Him. But anyways, um, let's see. Today's show is dedicated to the memory of Marvin Reiner, who passed away this week. Uh, probably there's a number of you who don't know who Marvin Reiner is, so here's a little Pacific Northwest history that you may or may not know about Marvin. Marvin, usually known as Marv, used to run a little lawnmower shop in Aberdeen, Washington, way back in the 1960s. This is before Kurt Cobain and Nirvana and all that stuff. <laughs> and uh, that, that little lawnmower shop looked like a pretty good spot for Honda to open up a franchise for their motorcycles, which were just making their way into America. And so Grays Harbor County became one of those places where you could meet some of the nicest people. <laughs> Later, Marvin handed the reins over to his son, Jeff, who partnered up with two seasoned industry veterans, Dale and Vicki Gray. The trio moved the shop from Aberdeen to Olympia, and today we know Marv's legacy as South Sound Honda Suzuki Polaris. All right. 
And uh, I understand that Marv was healthy all the way through up to his death. I'm not sure of the circumstances of his death. But according to his son, Jeff, he uh, cleaned up pretty good in a poker game just a few nights before. <laughs> so. so he was feeling good. Anyways, um, in other news, Triumph of Seattle is under new ownership and new management. The former owner, Jim Boltz, has retired and moved to Yakima. Now, some of you might remember years and years ago when Jim, uh, who still owns the Cycle Barn, uh, but back when it was in Linwood, uh, his daughter Kimberly was working there and continued working there even when they moved the store up to Linwood. She's still there now, but she's going to be moving to Coeur d'Alene in July. So make sure you pop into Smoky Point and wish her well on the next chapter in her wow, life. the family's moving east. Yeah. Uh, let's see. I, I took a look at the calendar the other day, and lo and behold, we're starting to see a lot of events on the horizon. So what we're going to do is we'll take a little break, and when we come back, I'm going to share some of those highlights with you. Support for SoundRider and the SoundRider Show is made possible by Adventure Motorsports, Stomish County's largest selection of Yamaha and Suzuki motorcycles, ATVs, quads, and UTVs are available in Monroe at Adventure Motorsports. Celebrating a decade of top-rated sales, service, parts, and accessory support, hit the road and visit Adventure Motorsports today. Hi, my name is Butch. I ride a 2013 uh, R1200R Roadster. BMW, and my favorite ride is over Highway 20 and into Republic for their uh, annual rally. Hi, this is Eric from Bell Helmets, and you're listening to the Sound Riders Show. Back on the Seattle, whoops, <laughs> the Soundwriter show. show. It confuses Tom when he sees me across the table and I don't look anything like Derek. Yeah, I usually would say we're back on the Seattle Dining Show when I see you across the table, but today we're back on the Soundwriter show. And uh, so I'm going to breeze through some of the highlights here on the calendar, and Connie is here with me. And uh, who knows what she is going to uh, comment on about any of these events. I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> we will see. And Eddie's looking like he may join in in a moment, too. And as I go through the highlights of the calendar, uh, no need for you to take notes. You can just jump over to soundwriter.com, click the calendar link. And all the information that I'm talking about is there as well as a lot more, including links to all the websites so, and remember uh, that we do add things all the time. So Yeah, we're adding can, stuff all the time. You can check in, but check in again later. So whatever I say at the first of the month, you have no idea what's getting added in the middle or the end of the month. Uh, our first uh, event that's going on is uh, started back in March. It's the Cafe to Cafe Grand Tour. And uh, you can sign up and get your list of 15 cafes to ride out to at your leisure. 
They're all scattered around the Pacific Northwest. We change them every year. And uh, we'll keep that running until the 30th. If you hit all 15 locations between now and the 30th of September, excuse me, I, I meant to say September 30th, um, then you will get a nice little individualized plaque that you can hang in your garage or dining room. That sounds really fun. Who puts that on? Soundwriter. Oh, 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 that's yeah. right. That's right. That's ours. Okay. But, you know, uh, it's kind of in conjunction with our dining magazine it because is. we find a lot of these locations when we're out doing our homework on food stuff. Mm-hmm. So, And also we're out touring about because we love to ride and eat, and so yeah, it all works together. I eat to ride and ride to eat. I just eat mm. mostly, but... And who said it's not about the destination? It, because... It's... What's the point of going to a great destination if you don't enjoy the journey? Yeah. And what's the point of going on a journey if you can't go to a destination you love? That's I, right. They work together. That's right. All right. Well, uh, so then uh, coming up uh, first weekend here in June, we've got a number of events going on, uh, several of them down in the Columbia River Gorge. Uh, the first one I'm going to highlight here is the Puget Sound Trailers Columbia Cup and this will happen June 5th and 6th out of Goldendale, Washington. And this is a trials competition that's held typically annually when there's no pan... Is it what's it called? The pandemic? <laughs> yes, that, that's what we're calling it now. I like that. <laughs> uh, they didn't have it last year because of the pandemic, but uh, this year they're going to have it. It's held on private property, but uh, it's open to anybody who wants to compete. Uh, I think it's $30 only to compete. And then uh, if you want to be a spectator, it's free. So uh, what you want to do is get on our site and get the link out to the Puget Sound trailers and get all the details about the super secret location, which is uh, all I could find was a, a GPS uh, coordinate. So You know, I have a question about that because there's been a lot of things on the news lately about people saying, come to our wedding. And then you get there, and it is there, but uh, they haven't mentioned it to the homeowners? Oh, no. Well, this, so the, the, so we, this we'd private... like to know if this private property people really know there is a trial thing going on. Oh, yeah, on. yeah, yeah. Because yeah. the, the, guy, the guy who owns the property is a trials enthusiast. Okay. But see, you're taking me seriously, and I was... Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, I think I'm going to go. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Let's throw the... They have a free dry camping. Oh. I hope that doesn't mean they don't have a restroom. But I, I know I won't get a shower. Yeah. So I, I, I well, it'll be honey and, buckets or something. Yeah. Well, that's what I mean. Yeah. Honey buckets, fine. Yeah. They're all the same after you have a glass of wine, you know. <laughs> oh no, 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 they aren't. <laughs> they are not. <laughs> but I got to go down and do some riding in the gorge. I got to do a little pre-riding, and so I thought, well, maybe I'll do that. And then uh, also that same weekend is the Black Dog Dual Sport. Oh yeah. Over in Hood River. Yeah. So, uh, and we know that's not a dry campground. And I don't know what the cost on that one is, but we do have the link to their website as well. And you can go get the details on that. Uh, there are a number of track days coming up in June. Most of them are at the Ridge. Uh, and I'm just going to go through who's putting on track days. Um, uh, OPRT, Ottoman Performance Rider Training, is putting on a several. Uh, Too Fast is putting on, it looks like one, 
Uh, track time is putting on one. And the Yamaha Champions Riding School is coming north from California and putting on a track day as well. Wow. So they're not going to have like a franchise up here or something. It's just a one-time deal. They're yeah, they up just to come do. up once a year Yeah. when there's no pandemic. Yeah, I love that word. So uh, let's see. So, yeah, so definitely want to jump on the calendar if you're looking for track days, and you'll see them all listed there. You know, another thing, and it doesn't apply if there's camping or something at the location, but I heard something on the radio this morning about if you wanted to go someplace this summer, travel someplace this summer, you should have made your re- your uh, reservations yesterday. Yeah. So uh, if you do want to do these things and you think you might not want to camp but you'd like to stay nearby or something, you better check that out now. Yeah, and I know um, that's that's one of the reasons that the whole trial thing was appealing to me because I'd go down to Corridge and not have to worry about trying to get in over to Tucker County Park. Yeah. You know, where where the camping might be already filled up or sold out. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, the hotels and motels. Uh, good yeah. luck. Yeah. Um, all right. So uh, motorcycles are coming back to Ballard. Really? You know, they had the backfire moto thing there for years, yeah. and then they moved that down to Georgetown, mm-hmm. and then uh, I'll say pandemic hit. No, I like pandemic. Uh, FCC said I can only say damn it so many times. Oh, okay. Yeah, we're off the air. So, uh, so anyways. Um, well, they they decided to move the Backfire Moto back to Ballard, so that'll be happening. Uh, looks like the, for June it'll be on the sixteenth, and you can link to their website from ours and get more details about that. Uh, there is a All Wheels Weekend going on out in Dayton, Washington. This is a popular car and motorcycle show in the Pacific Northwest. Uh, it's going to include all the stuff you love, the uh, classic show and shine, the Friday night cruise, live stave music. They're going to have a demolition derby. Oh, fun. Yeah. A poker walk. I don't know. You're supposed to like drink a whole bunch and... And then try and walk? Or? No, but I love that. I, I, I'm not a runner. I'm a walker. I a, love it. A vintage tractor show? The Moped Army? Oh, man. They've got some stuff going on here. Somebody's been using this pandemic time to really be creative. <laughs> yeah. So that's going on uh, June 18th through the 20th, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Uh, and then on the 19th on Sunday... We there will be is that I don't know is that Sunday or Saturday I don't know uh, there'll be a, a annual three pass blast run now the three pass blast as we know it has been around for years it includes uh, Stevens Pass it includes Blewett Pass it includes Snoqualmie Pass but this is sort of a group event and uh, you can get the details off of the site at soundwriter.com. Uh, there will be a lunch at Country Boys, so that means it's got to be Saturday because Country Boys isn't open on Sunday. The 17th is a Thursday, so 18th Friday, 19th Saturday. Saturday, yeah. And we love Country Boys. In fact, we had Country Boys on the Cafe to Cafe Grand Tour. Oh, there you go. It was one of the first uh, years we we had it. Yeah. Uh, On the 26th, that'll be a Saturday. Uh, this is the Columbia River. I know. Isn't it amazing how I can do the math? <laughs> isn't that something? Wow. Yeah, I'm sorry for those of you who didn't see that shock look on my face. 
Uh, so uh, Saturday, the 26th of June, Columbia River Hog is putting on their St. Jude Charity Ride. And uh, this is going to start and assumably end somewhere in Wenatchee, Washington. Huh. I haven't actually gone to the site myself to look at what the route is or any of that stuff. but It's uh, a lack of preparation, honestly. There's only so much of me to go around, you know. <laughs> Uh, all right. Now, if you've never done an iron butt ride, but you think you'd like to, there are several coming up. There is a thousand mile, they call this a uh, Saddle Sore 1000. Oh. And this is going to go from Redmond to Montana and back. It's a thousand miles in 24 hours. Whoa. Yeah. So, you know, you really want to kind of. Do your homework on if if this is something new to you and you want to do it. Uh, there's a lot of tips online about you know how to do your cat naps and that sort of thing. Yeah. and stay sane because you want to keep it safe. You know, uh, for yourself and everyone around you. You know what you got to eat, how to stay hydrated, what not to drink when you're out there. Like, don't go drinking Coca Cola. You know, because yeah. that'll just put you to sleep after you have your caffeine rush. Mm-hmm. But uh, so there's there's that one, and then on the twenty seventh, don't try to do them both. <laughs> there's a women's only iron butt ride that's going to go from Redmond, Washington to Boise and back. Wow! So how many miles is that? One thousand. Oh, it's the same. Yeah, saddle sore one thousand. Oh, okay. All right. Well, that's what we have for the month of June. Uh, coming up in August, we're going to have the rally in the gorge. Yes. We're going to take a little break right now, and then Connie and I will come back and talk about the rally in the gorge for this year. Excellent. Support for Soundwriter and the Soundwriter Show is made possible by... The Rally in the Gorge. Are you ready to go beyond the main roads? Since 2003, the Rally in the Gorge has introduced riders intimately to the awesome secondary and tertiary roads in the Columbia River Gorge National Scenic Area. With programs for dual sport, adventure, sport touring, and sport bike enthusiasts, this is the rally you'll want to return to again and again. For more information, visit soundrider.com rally. Hey, this is Gary LaPlante from Dirt First, motorcycle rider training. And I must say, I really am enjoying the roads that you guys have here in Oregon between Portland and Hood River and around the event site at the Sound Rider Rally. Hi, this is Lee Parks with Total Control Training, and you're listening to the Sound Rider Show. We are back on the Soundwriter Show. I'm Tom Aaron, the publisher, and I'm here with Connie Adams. Hello. The queen of the front desk. Yes. In Hood River, Oregon. It is my home. <laughs> so I don't know about you, but I've been missing the Columbia River Gorge. It feels more like four or five years we haven't been down there instead yeah. of missing one year. 
So I'm looking forward to getting down there and pre-riding and seeing what's going on. I, I haven't done my homework yet to see what the county sites all say. You know, you know how many, how many counties encompass the Columbia River Gorge? Mm-mm. Six. It's that large? So I have to go to six different county websites to oh, get wow. the details on what's going on road construction-wise, repair-wise, what's washed out. Yeah. Yeah, six different counties. Are they all little teeny tiny counties? I know. Oh, no, okay. well, I don't know. Skagit County is a pretty big county. Yeah. Not a lot of people, but they got Mount St. Helens in there. Yeah. And then you got uh, Klickitat County. Okay. You got Clark County out to the west. And then in Oregon, you got uh, Multnomah and Hood River County. Yeah. And then, uh, oh, what's the name of that little county where the, the Dalles is? I'm not remembering off the top know. of my head. Used to be a really big county. It used to encompass like half the state. Uh oh. I didn't do my homework on all the county names. You know, there's so many names and roads that I have to yeah. remember the names of that I don't. It's amazing what you do remember, though, I have to say. So, uh, I believe it's called Wasco County. Mm. Yeah. That sounds familiar, actually. Um, so, what's your favorite volcano? My favorite volcano? You got your choice between Hood, Mount Adams, Mount St. Helens. You know, I'm going to have to go with Mount Adams. Oh, yeah. To you, for obvious reasons, for those of you listening, my last name is Adams. Yeah, Connie Adams. Yeah, and I'm not sure Mount Constance is a volcano, so I can't maybe go there. Uh, I'll pick area. Mount Hood just because I've – well, I've climbed actually both Mount Hood and uh, uh, Mount St. Helens. But, uh, you know, I'm just waiting for St. Helens to get that head of hair back on again. I just <laughs> not, can't really endure myself to it until then. I don't know. It has its own beauty, its own rugged beauty. Now, you've been on a motorcycle with me, and and I think, haven't you ridden a motorcycle around the yeah, gorge yeah, yeah. yourself? What What's mm-hmm. some of your favorite places to ride in that area? Oh, uh, you know, to me, they are all beautiful. So sometimes it has more to do with what you know about where you're going. And I always love the areas where you, you've talked about the geological stuff and how the trees... Ah. Uh, the roots only go down so far because they hit. Yeah, up there at the lava beds. Yeah, the lava beds. Mm-hmm. That's I mean, up that by kinda... Mount, Mount Adams. Oh, see? There you go. No wonder it's my favorite. There you go. Um, the other place I love, and I'm going to not remember the name of it now, but where you can park in the lot and climb the stairs and you can see five mountains. Oh, yeah. That's up at Larch Mountain? Larch Mountain. Yeah. I love that. And, of course, I can never get away from going to the really million-dollar rest area. Mm-hmm. Which is on the way. Yeah. So there's yeah. so many. But, you know, honestly, in near Hood River, when you, you can just drive the Fruit Loop, I think yeah. that's a beautiful area. It's just kind of rolling hills and all the trees, all the fruit trees. Yeah, and, and that got a, that nice panorama point up there. Yes. But you can only see uh, Mount Adams and Mount Hood off of that. Yeah. I have a kind of a, a bad taste in my mouth about the panorama point, though. You may recall we threw everything in the element, the... Uh, dirt ride uh, vehicle, uh-huh. and we didn't do a very good job of it. And you were going to take everybody up and take the picture yeah. at the panorama point. And I was about halfway up the road to that, and it all came crashing down around my <laughs> head. And the and the seat went forward, and I was driving like against oh. the wheel. And and you were like in full. 
charge mode. You know, mm-hmm. over here, everybody do this. And, and everybody else is like, yeah, yeah but uh, Connie's like smashed into the element. We don't know if it's going to stop. It was like, then everybody came rushing over and helped me get the stuff off my back. That was actually during a road trip tour. Oh, was it a road trip? I yeah. thought it was. And uh, uh, on, the, on the dual sport version of that, we had a guy with a Kawasaki KLR who decided he was going to configure his own luggage mount <laughs> using PVC tubing. Oh. And going up the hill to the Panorama Point, uh, he, he dropped the bike. On one of the corners, Uh-oh. and it shattered all the PVC tubing, and that was the end. Of, that was the beginning and the end of the trip for him. Oh, so you have to feel bad about that. On the other hand, you have to think these things through before yeah. you, yeah, before you head out on the road. Um, and you know, on the east side, there's a road called the Dalles Mountain Road. And when you get up on that, there's also another view of those five mountains. Mm. Those five mountains are Mount Jefferson, Mount Hood, uh, Mount Rainier, uh, St. Helens, and Adams. Yeah. You can see them all from the one vantage point up on the west side or on the east side. Oh, okay. So you get the, the paved version on the west side of the gorge and you get the. Ooh. The dual sport version on the east side of the so gorge. So nice. Yeah. You know, I have to say another thing I love about the gorge is that depending on where you are in the gorge, it could be lush and inviting and kind of forest-like and water, and then you're in the desert. Yeah. I, I just love that it's everything so close together. Yeah, and kind of between Hood River and the Dalles is that break in, uh, in the uh, climate type there. Yeah. So I think you probably feel the same way as I do, but when we get down there and hit like Highway 30, mm-hmm. it's just like a different feeling. We always joke that we're coming to our summer home, but it just is a different feeling when you are in that area. Yeah, and it's special. Yeah, It's historical. You're, you're out on these roads that go back more than a century. Mm-hmm. But and, and engineered by people who were the first to do it. Yeah. Who actually could look ahead and say, hey, we're not all going to be riding horses anymore. And also, uh, we're going to be moving stuff with trucks. So we need to not make the roads too steep. And then you wound up with these wonderful four or five degree roads that seem to seem to go. I just want to be there right now. I know. It just it makes you want to get out there. Uh, so we already got some people lined up as vendors and presenters. Um, Cascade Motorcycle Safety, Jesse, is coming back. Uh, the guys from Dirt Bike Safety Training are planning to come in this year, and they'll do some classes, and they'll also do some seminars. Uh, Don from All Moto Tire, he's coming. You know, I saw... Something the other day at your house that said All Moto Tire was coming on. I was like, yeah, Don's coming back yeah. out of retirement. We haven't had him for about, what, three or four years? Yeah. I think the last time we saw him was down there when we had to do it at the airport that year. Oh, yeah. And that was 2016. Yeah. And they moved to Montana, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, they moved to yeah. Montana, built a house. He even built a little All Moto Tire shop at oh, his house. He? Oh, did he? Mm-hmm. But he can't. He can't deny the lure of the Columbia River Gorge. No, you could rally. live in Montana, but you'd still need to go to the gorge. Yeah. That's what I think. I think so. Well, apparently it's true. <laughs> uh, Rolf will join us again oh, from good. Rock Straps. And uh, we're, we're, we're talking to other people, but I don't have anybody else confirmed right now. I don't expect this to be a huge 
event, and I don't even expect, I mean, it's never a huge event. Yeah. But I don't expect it to be as well uh, attended as it has in the past, just because I think some people are going to not want to come out yet. You know, I think I think there's a couple things that'll pull people either to us or away from us, and it's like you say, some people won't want to quite get out yet. Some people are dying to get out, and they're on they're not going to be on a plane to Greece. You know, they really right. want to get out. They, yeah, and some are going to want to get out, and and the rally is the perfect way to do it because you're not going to be around thousands of people. You can come, you can get involved with others as much or as little as you like and still enjoy all the stuff. The classes and the seminars, some are inside, but a lot of them are outside because the weather's so great. We've got those outdoor areas. We'll, we'll actually schedule more stuff outside yeah. this year. So, you know, you can sit on the fringes of the area or right up in front or, you know, mm-hmm. as I said, as much as or as little as you like, there's a lot of options and you can feel comfortable Doing that, and I think we were talking about we'll probably as as people come in and get settled out in the field there, we'll keep keep them a little further apart, um, tents and RVs, so yeah. everybody has a little more space and yeah, and that, that's easy to do, uh, particularly on the camping side of it. You know, we yeah. we don't have to bunch people together. We have plenty of room at that fairground, and mm-hmm. lots of room. Uh, if you've not been before, there's uh, power throughout the fairground. So mm-hmm. and nice restrooms, nice showers, mm-hmm. free. So that um, yeah, it's going to be interesting to see how that goes. You know, it got me thinking when you said Greece. Uh, I, I, you're probably right. Not a lot of people going to Europe, and we can't even go to Canada still. Right, and I. This is another thing I heard on the radio this morning, but Greece is one of the places that are allowing, I don't know if it's everyone or just Americans or something, but it's allowable travel, as is Mexico. Mm. So those are kind of two of the top destinations right now. But uh, but I always think that I'm in Europe when I'm riding in the Columbia River Gorge. I know. Because, the, the, you know, the roads are more of that style. Well, and, and you do have some history there. It's not 50 years old, yeah. you know, or yeah. 25 years old or 10. It's It's older than that. And you can really... You can really get that feeling. Uh, another thing that I'll do uh, in in one of the modes I've done in the past, you know, we always have the fun run. Mm-hmm. Sometimes that's like manned checkpoints. Other times it's more like a scavenger hunt where you just have to go and get your photograph in front of something. Yeah. And uh, that's what we'll do this year. We'll We'll make it more of like a scavenger hunt. So you don't have to be handing a card back and forth mm-hmm. and all that stuff. All you're going to do is pop in, show us your photos. We're going to write it all down. Uh, whatever. I don't know. We might have some... I haven't figured out what the fun run's going to be yet this year, but uh, it's not, you know, I mean, I know I've been doing this for 18 years, but we haven't run out of great ideas yet. Uh, no. <laughs> nope. The creativity is still there. Uh, we will be ha- uh, doing the Saturday afternoon out at the Mary Hill Loops Road, mm-hmm. and we'll be doing the clinic in the morning on Saturday at the Mary Hill Loops Road. And uh, I want to give a shout out to the people at the museum because uh, they informed me that they have raised the rate on the road this year, oh. but that they would honor my usual rate because they appreciate the fact that we always donate some money into their kids' programs. Oh, that's so great. So we'll, we'll be making another donation this year. Couldn't really do one last year because I couldn't get kids into the museum. Yeah. Well, you know, one of the benefits of the pandemic, I mean the pandemic, <laughs> uh, is... Um, 
we spent a lot of time in the kitchen. Yeah. And we've cooked up a couple new meals, and a couple of them we've, uh, we've really nailed down. And uh, so I'm looking forward to I'm going to keep some of the things we had on the menu, and then I'm going to add some stuff in. Mm. Uh, we, we've been making this really delicious breakfast scramble uh, that I, I sort of kiped the recipe out of a restaurant in Los Angeles. And we've got it to where we can make it either with or without pasta. We're not sure if we could do it with pasta at the rally. We have to do a little research on that. Yeah, we can do a little more homework on that because it's got to get the pasta to hold. Yeah. And then you got to get it to heat up enough when you finally put it all mm-hmm. together. So I don't know. But, uh, but even if, if we don't have the pasta in it, which I'm fine without anyways, um, this, this uh, pasta papa is the recipe out of a restaurant called Hugo's in West Hollywood. And we know how to do this just with the eggs and the garlic and the parsley. Mm. And it, it's got me thinking that maybe we're going to do sort of like a scramble bar. Yeah. And then people can pick and choose what they want in their scramble. And we'll give them a couple ideas. Like if you want the papa scramble, yeah, you get it made it. the way we like to make it. But maybe you don't want the parsley or you yeah. don't want the cheese or something. Yeah. So, Although uh, I have to say, it is the best. It's really yummy. So if you're just looking for a little taste treat, that is it. And you know what really gets me going is when that garlic hits the pan. Oh, it smells oh, so good. Then the, then the whole kitchen starts to smell yeah. like Italian cooking. And you know, that's going to be the day that I say... I do not mind being at this front desk all day long. <laughs> so uh, so that, that's probably something we'll do. Um, we did the pulled pork last year, and that went over really well. Yeah. We sold out on that. And actually, you've always done like a French dip that's always been – that always Yeah, that's, uh, we've always had that French dip on uh, opening Wednesday afternoon. Yeah. So, uh, and there's going to be the, the burger welcome, right? Yeah, we'll have the burger feed on Thursday night. We're gonna have the the uh, obligatory pancake breakfast on Sunday, mm-hmm. and uh, and then that's it. You'll have to go home and and just wait until next year yeah. for the next rally. And you'll be like, I can't believe we didn't go in twenty twenty. <laughs> All right, so uh, let's give you some time to think about the rally in the gorge. Maybe get your registration in. In the meantime, we'll take a little break and we'll be right back. Support for the Soundwriters Show is provided in part by Clem's Enumclaw Power Sports, your South Sound destination for your favorite brands like Yamaha, Kawasaki, Suzuki, Can Am, and Kimco. And Clem's goes beyond motorcycles to satisfy all your outdoor passions with a full line of UTVs, ATVs, snowmobiles, personal watercraft, and cargo trailers. Have you got a dirt bike you want to convert to a snow bike? Visit Clems today and discover all the possibilities. Hi, this is Chris from uh, Seattle. I live in the Maple Leaf District, and I ride a uh, R1200 GS Adventure, and I love it. It's my favorite bike, and my favorite ride is anything uh, Sasquatch. Hi, this is Whitney Caberly from Dirt Bike Safety Training, and you're listening to The Sound Rider Show.
are back on the Soundwriter Show, coming to you from the Queen Anne Test Kitchen studio. Yes, something different this Not month. Not the crow's nest this time. Um, and it's the end of the show, and we always like to do a few tips and tricks, so I'm going to have Connie start up with her tip and trick. All right. Or this thought, is, or yeah, this is, is my thought. Um, this is really more of a thought than anything else. Because of the pandemic, I really love that word. Um, I was talking to a friend the other day, and we were saying, you know, every now and then you sort of reassess things, and something like the pandemic does make you reassess things, and you haven't gotten to do the things that you might really enjoy. And you know, life is short. So I realize this is a tip that is skewing in our favor, but if coming to the rally is of real interest to you, and you just would love getting out on those roads, find a way to make it happen. Because mm-hmm. life is short, you know? You don't want to suddenly go, God, I could have done that. I, there's a way I could have worked that out. And if it's that your husband or wife doesn't want to come yeah, or doesn't want to be apart from you or something, invite them. Because there's stuff to do around the area. There's a lot of fun things. So if one person doesn't ride, the other one can go out, and then everybody gathers up at the end of the evening, or you can just hang out by yourselves or... You know, we have a number of people this year that are motorcycle enthusiasts that are not coming on a motorcycle. Yeah. They're going to come down, they're going to be part of the crew, and they're going to have their RVs. And I don't mind that at all. Right. So, a big uh, part of the rally. Another option, too, for yeah, people. A big part of the rally is that socialization. And, you know, it, it'll be a little different this year. We probably won't be so, you know, in such small groups, you know, around a fire pit or something. But my my thought is just. Find a way to make it happen because yeah. it's we all need it. And but, if you have friends who need to get out of the house, encourage them to come down and join yeah. you, whether they ride or they're yeah. just going to bring an RV. Yeah, you know? and you know, because it, you can bring an RV in a car and you can enjoy the gorge for you know oh. five days, four nights. Oh my gosh, yeah. The other thing too is that it doesn't happen every year, but there have been one that specifically stands out in my mind, where for some reason everybody brought their kids. I don't know oh, yeah. why just that one year it wasn't like anything was said. But uh, two or three people had lawn games, and we were putting lawn games out, and it wasn't the kids playing with them. I mean, they did, but <laughs> it was the adults who really got into it. But it was very family that year. Yeah. And that was wonderful, too. It was kind of a, a different sort of rally in some ways. I mean, the riding was still going on. The seminars were still going on. Yeah. So – Find a way to make it happen. So we'll have to talk to Jesse and Brandy and make sure they bring their lawn games with yes. them. So, well, my tip is, if it has been a while since you've ridden, uh, make sure you don't make your first ride like a 300-mile yes. day. Don't do the iron butt. Don't do the iron butt thousand. For two reasons. Number one, your body wants to get back into it slowly. And the second reason is... Your brain's going to have to get back into it, too. Uh, case in point, today I decided to go for a ride. And I, I didn't really look over my list of stuff that I normally pack. I just kind of always have like a, a top ten essentials that I grab when I go out the door. 
But, you know, I, I forgot my cell phone. Oh, my gosh. I didn't have a handkerchief with me. Uh, Whoa. I didn't bring my spare key with me. So if I'd have broken the key in the lock today, I'd have been really I would have gotten the call. I w- well, yeah, you would have got a call off Ex- a stranger's cell yeah, phone. Yeah, because you wouldn't have had a phone. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So I uh, definitely got to do a couple test runs there. Oh. Uh, I- I'm going to do another test run this week, and I hope it works out better. <laughs> Before you do anything longer, like a trip yeah. to the gorge. Yeah, because I'm going down and do that trip to the gorge. It's like, oh, boy. I remember the time I went uh, – was, I was down in Oregon working on one of my Oregon books. And uh, about midday down through Oregon, I realized I had not packed my sleeping pad. Oh, no. Oh, man. That was the most uncomfortable night. I oh, thought yeah. I would just lay out all my gear and sleep on top of it. Didn't That's happen. not comfortable. No. Too many zippers. So, uh, so well, do a couple test rides. And, and I will say, just so you know, it's in your back pocket that if you get down to the gorge and realize you've forgotten something, fine. I'll come down. I'll bring it to you. Fine. Okay, yeah, I'll call you. Yeah. I'll call you. It'll, it'll be a horrible thing I'll have I'll to do. I'll do Morse but... code on a rock or something. <laughs> 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 All right, folks, that's our show for June. We will be back with a July show. And uh, in the meantime, just uh, be sure you check in on the site now and then for any updates that are going on. We've got uh, our News Bites feed running there all the time, as well as uh, if you're a, a friend of ours on Facebook or you follow us on Facebook, you'll get the News Bites there as well. And uh, everything else, soundwriter.com. We will see you back here in July. And see you at the rally. <laughs> The Sound Rider Show was made possible by today's sponsors and the patience of everyone else involved, which is not to say we're doctors. Reproduction of this program in part or in whole is not legal without the express written consent of the podcast owner. But please be sure to share the link with all your Facebook friends. This program is a production of Mixed Media. The content and views of today's guests do not necessarily reflect the opinions of any major media conglomerate anywhere else in the world including CBS, NBC, ABC, MotoGP, the BBC, PBS, NPR, the Discovery Network, or the Cartoon Channel. See you next time on the Sound Rider Show.